Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Jennifer Eurizio, founder of Soul Language, and I'm dedicated to providing my listeners with tangible tools to embody their divinity, create a life based on freedom. This is Ask and Answer by Soul, where we focus on topics that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. Today, I'm with Kelly Smith, and we're talking about Look for the Lesson. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you so much. I am just delighted to be here. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. So we often... We often talk about lessons Mm -hmm. and what do you mean by lessons? Because a lot of people are triggered by that word lesson. So tell me what you mean by the word lesson. So I can really only speak from my personal experience and I always like to say, look for the lesson because um, I had a traumatic experience happen to me about three or four years ago. Now Um, I won't go into all the details about it, but it was, um, I was out on a walk. I was newly pregnant with my, um, second son. And I was out with my two-year-old and my beloved um, dog of nine years. And we were attacked by an off-leash dog and um, myself and my son were okay, but my um, precious fur baby of nine years did not survive that attack. And it was highly traumatic and really just, um, it shook me to my core. And it was so interesting because I had never experienced a trauma like that before. And, um, like right when I was in the thick of it, I just knew like the circumstances of the situation and all that unfolded before and after it. I was like, there is a reason this happened. I immediately started looking for the lesson. And I think that that really carried me through, um, and helped me to not become a victim of that trauma and of that situation by immediately looking for the lesson in it and trying to figure out, like, I knew there was something I needed to learn. And, um, you know, after many years of um, therapy and a spiritual deep dive and reading books and um, personal growth and listening to podcasts and doing all the things, I was able to finally heal myself from that trauma with the help of a lot of you know, resources and my doctors and therapists and all that stuff. Um, and I remember one day I was in, this is totally a nutshell version, by the way, but I remember I was one day in my, um, about to get in the shower. And I just remember feeling this overwhelming sense of peace and calm. And I just had this, the thing that popped in my head was this is why this had to happen because I had experienced a whole new level of peace and, um, just joy that I had never experienced um, before. And it, and it was due to all the things that I learned and the, you know, soul work I had done um, since that incident. And so that's where the whole look for the lesson thing comes from for me, because I just think that we all face things and as hard as and ugly as they can be sometimes, I do believe that the challenges that arise in our life are there to teach us something. And I think we should try to look for the lesson and figure out, okay, what is this trying to tell me? Yeah. Um, so what has your soul shared with you throughout your journey? I think for me, um, the most overarching message I have personally received is that peace is possible because, you know, we always hear the term rest in peace. And I was like, wait a minute, I don't want to wait to rest in peace. I want to live in peace. Like I want to live a peaceful life. And once I decided like that is what I wanted and, um, and really prayed about it and really started focusing on, on finding out what it took and what I needed to do to live in peace, the resources, the books, the leaders, the everything I needed started to show up in my life for me. And the important part of that too, is when it shows up, like if a book shows up in my life, I read it. If a podcast shows up in my life, 
I listen to it, you know, I take the action and it, you know, I think it's just, my soul has shown me that peace is possible. We just have to be willing to do the work to get there. Mm, Beautiful. So how do people start to find the peace in the lesson? How do they start to realize that the world is happening through them and for them rather than to them? I think they start doing that by looking at the discomforts that arise for them. So um, whether it's a challenging situation that's currently happening or it's a circumstance from your past that you're still holding on to. And I think it's, I think a great starting place for people is to start facing those things and ask themselves, what is this trying to teach me? And I think if we can get real curious about these challenges that show up in our lives and the discomforts that live within us and, and really try to uncover, um, the purpose for them. I think that's when peace becomes possible because we start to face those things and we start to heal those things when we start facing those things. So that's how I think people could um, really start getting started with finding peace. And why is it so, I mean, you discussed this a little bit, how can people find solace and a deeper sense of, um, feeling connected by understanding what's the big lessons of their lives. Mm, Can you repeat the question one more time? I don't know. It was divinely guided. So I'll I'll just ask another question. So how can people like tune in? How can they start finding or understanding the big theme of the lessons of their lives? So I think the important thing is to really get still. I think we have to quiet the noise. I think we have so much going on in our lives. We have so many responsibilities. We have social media, we have television shows, we have all these things. And I think it's imperative for us to find a space in the day and just to be quiet and listen and find a way to calm your mind. Because I think that's when we can truly hear the guidance that we need. And I think that's when we can truly hear our, our inner selves. I think that's when we can hear God. I think that's when we just really can connect with that um, higher power. That's going to guide us to the places that we want to go. But um, it's, it's amazing. Like it's amazing how many people don't do that. It's amazing. I never, I used to never do that. I used to never carve out five to 10 minutes of my day to just sit and be quiet and still my mind. And that has been, life-changing for me and has been a massive part of my growth journey. Love that. Mm -hmm. So speaking of your journey, you know, how is this looking for your lesson? How does it, how have you been utilizing it to to support others? Um, Well, to support others, when I, you know, someone comes to me with a problem, it's kind of hard for like, if someone's dealing with something very heavy, it's kind of say hard to say, okay, it's time to look for the lesson here. Um, but I do, it has helped me in my own life. Like when things happen to me, because I've become, because I have seen the remarkable, um, uh, because I've seen how easy it makes hard things it, to go through by if you, by asking yourself that question, like, what is this trying to teach me? Why is this showing up for me right now? I, uh, it really just helps you through those things. Instead of just being a victim of whatever's happening to you, you're able to kind of take the power back and, and utilize it for your own personal growth. And so I think 
I'm using that to help other people through my podcast. I create a podcast called a meaningful life and I really just put it all out there and I'm sharing my personal story just to show people how I have navigated this. I know everyone's different. And then when people come to me in my life, whether it be a friend or a family member that's dealing with a struggle or a hard time, I'll share the story of how, and it's hard to tell people you need to do this, but I can say, well, what has worked for me is when things like this come up, I really try to sit with it as uncomfortable and nasty as it can feel sometimes. And just really try to say, okay, what is this trying to teach me? And I just think it just shifts the whole mindset of the challenging things we face. And I, and I've seen it really help some of my friends and family members who are navigating some pretty tough stuff too. Beautiful. So what has been the big theme of the question that you've been asking yourself lately? I think it's what's next. Hmm. That's the big question. And yeah, I just, I am a very creative person, have a lot of creative energy and I'm starting to get some clarity on, on the what's next, because I just feel like I'm ready to step into something bigger. And, um, I just want to make sure, I guess I'm making the right steps because for someone with a lot of creative energy, you have lots of ideas. You're like, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to get real close, crystal clear um, on what exactly the next step needs to be for me in a way that I can truly serve others and, and help them improve their lives. Yeah, it's a big question. A lot of people are asking themselves, like it's a big theme. And I, and I, I, I get that big theme because I think that's, um, it, it, it helps uh, really solidify some you know, drawing out, being highly creative, really uh, taking the intangible and making it tangible in a deeper way. Mm-hmm. Um, let's give out your website before I ask my last questions here. Okay. Um, my website is archivecollection.co. We haven't talked much about it, but um, my husband and I create family memory journals and it's just really a way to help families become more um, present with their families and a super simple way to capture their memories because I'm a busy mom. I just don't have time for like the elaborate things. <laughs> so that's where I'm spending most of my time these days is archivecollection.co. And why is it so important for people to collect those memories, spend time talking about their memories? How does that help them, you know, look at overall their life and really be in their knowing? Well, I think it does a couple of things. So um, I personally use these journals because I absolutely love them. It was something I needed in my own life. And um, as a busy mom, I needed something really, really simple, but I also wanted something. And one thing that I have found um, through the process of, of journaling my family memories in this way is it helps you become more present. It's really just like you go on a family trip, you come home and everything's crazy. But instead now I come home and I write about the memories that we made on the trip. So I know that it's there for my family. So I think it's important for a couple of reasons. One, it's important because our lives are so busy right now. We're all running a breakneck pace. And this is a great way to slow down and really reflect on the memories that you're sharing and creating with your family and appreciate that. Um, it also helps you be more present because when you know, when you get in the habit of writing memories down, whether it's family memories or any kind of memories, um, when you're out in the world experiencing, um, the moments with loved ones, you really, you remember, okay, I'm going to be writing this down later. So you, I find myself being more present in those moments and feeling less pressure to take a million pictures and do a so many things because I know that I'm going to be writing about it later. And it helps me really um, focus on what's in front of me rather than, 
trying to take pictures and doing a bunch of things. So that's been a really cool um, piece of it that, that I've gotten to experience through this process. And I think it's also important too, because, you know, none of us know how much time we have here on earth. None of us know when our last day will be here. None of us are guaranteed tomorrow. And one question I found myself asking, like when I'm gone, um, what's going to be left? Because when we pass on, the memories we make with our family go with us unless they're written down somewhere. So it was really important for me to create an easy way to write these things down so that if something does happen and your time ends sooner um, than you think, there's there's a, a um, way for your family to feel comfort and that love and that memory um, together. And that never goes away because it's written down in a place that you can have forever. Yeah. It also t- talks about the big themes Some people might call those lessons, the big themes, the big, you know, learnings, the big kind of family messages that come, Yeah, you know, even the good, the bad, all of that. Exactly. That allows that. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, What, what in archiving memories and looking at your lessons, what are this one thing that you want people to remember about this topic? About the look for the lesson topic? Yeah. And about collecting memories, all of it. Okay. Um, I think it's important to remember what we're all working so hard for because um, we're all working so hard and it's so easy to get distracted. But at the end of the day, I think it's just important for all of us to take some time and really focus on what our values are. Like what is important to us in this life? Is it your family? Um, is it having a bunch of money? Is it being healthy? Is it like, what is it? And I think once you get really clear on your values, um, you need to try to live your life in alignment with that. And for me, writing and capturing and saving our family memories is just a great tool to keep my family at the forefront of my mind and um, just a a way to show my love and appreciation for them in a way that's going to live on forever. Beautiful. So my last question is, if you were a magnet and whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say? I would say it would be be still and listen. Because I think when we are still and we listen, we get all the answers we'll ever need. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us today. I'm deeply honored. And if there's Uh, Anything that you want everyone to uh, remember about the lessons that you learned so they could jump over and hop skip. Mm -hmm. Uh, What would your final thought be about that? My final thought would be to look for the lesson in any situation you face ask for help navigating that and listen when the answers are delivered to you. Because when you ask for assistance from the higher powers that you believe in, the answers will show up for you. And then one of the most important pieces of that is to take action because we can't improve ourselves and our lives and our circumstances unless we take action. So if the help is provided for you you hear the answers that come directly from the higher power, then you have to be the one to take that, take action 
and um, get on the path to where you want to go. It's a beautiful statement and very concise and, you know, wrapping everything that you talked about in an amazing bow. And um, I can see why you're so good at archiving pictures, (laughs) pulling out the juiciness of the bits of memory. And I think uh, that's a great skill and also developing an understanding of what is going on with your life. And also everyone, you know, trying to be present, trying to be accepting trying to take the charge of, of what's happening, you know, in your life out of the equation. And that will also help you be present and see those, uh, you know, the silver lining in the cloud. So Kelly, I want to thank you so much for participating and chatting with us today. Oh, it was my honor. Thank you so much for having us and letting me share my message today. I really appreciate it. Beautiful. Everyone, you've been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul. Of course, I'm Jennifer Rizzio. Uh, this podcast is dedicated to helping you understand your soul is the answer. If you're interested in learning more about the answers of your soul, please secure your free sacred practice tool at soullanguage.us forward slash sacred practice forward slash. And feel free to contact me and share this podcast and contact all the amazing guests. Leave a comment, a review, and remember you are your soul. So thank you everyone and bye for now. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric cast.